Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> let me get up on it. Please, <laughs> God, don't let me fight on this episode. <laughs> okay, let me know when you're ready, Mike. Go. That's it. Have you been recording all this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Scissors and Scrubs. Mm -hmm. I'm Nicole. I'm Lara. So today finds us at Father's Day, mm -hmm. or there and around Father's Day, and initially we were going to do Merces, Merces for Father's Day, but on the night we were celebrating the release of our first episode, mm -hmm. and we were talking about stuff, somebody, maybe Laura's <coughs> husband, mm -hmm. <clears throat> as we were talking about cock rings, said, that's the episode you should do. <laughs> so this is his So fault. we revamped, and we're going to do a whole episode on penises. Mm -hmm. Happy Father's Day. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, problems with the penis, uh, problems we have seen with the penis. Yes. Problems um, you never want to see with your own mm, penis. Men, 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 you put it wherever you can find a hole. Mm -hmm. Or you put things up it. Don't do it. Usually to get out of prison, mm -hmm. following on a prison episode, the prisoners yeah. like to shove stuff up there. I've had multiple. Yeah. Mm. Like eyeglass. The sides arms. of the eyeglass. Yeah. yeah. Right I've up the right urethra. Up the I've seen yeah. the little, like, the clickies from the pen, the spring from the pen. Oof. Yeah. Ended up in the bladder. Yep. So um, we're going to talk about penises today. That's it's going to be fun. Penises all day. Someday we'll get into a vagina episode, yeah. but Mom, not today. just turn it off now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I think what we're going to start with is the basic, very basic anatomy of the penis. It would be helpful. It will play in. Yeah. Um, and that fell to me. We've split this episode up strategically. <laughs> so I'm going to go over the structures of the penis. Can't wait. You know how I love history. Yeah. <laughs> history. I know. I don't know. I'm just going with it. Okay. So we have the glands, which is the head of the penis. Yes. If you are not circumcised, the glands is covered with a foreskin known as a prepuce. And if you are not circumcised, the gland is pink and sweet. I don't sweet. know. <laughs> I don't know what other word to use for it. It's just pink and happy and la 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 la. It's all covered up. It's just there. Mm -hmm. If you are Sweet. circumcised, the mucosa <laughs> becomes dry skin. Laura, I gotta get Sweet. through this episode. <laughs> Mike is gonna have the sweetest glands. <laughs> we gotta get through this episode. It's already gonna be difficult. I didn't know what else to do. It's the only word that came to my mind. Um, I personally don't find any of it attractive. I mean, it serves a purpose, but it's not my thing. Um, it is my thing. I should say that because I'm married to a male. But I don't like to look at it if I have to. So, um, okay. So, if it's not circumcised, it's pink and sweet. <laughs> if it's circumcised. It's the mucosa transforms it into a dry skin, into the penis we all know and love. <laughs> um, <laughs> when it's not circumcised, I think some men think it's a self-cleaning oven when that shit's over. It's not. It's not. Mm -mm. Because um, unfortunately in our line of work, we see a lot of penises. Handle them daily. And when you get a lot of uncircumcised penises, 
And you go to put the foley in, and pull you pull back. the foreskin back. Not There's ready. a lovely ring of cheese it's, around the top. Cheese is the only one. Men, word. if you are not circumcised, clean that shit, please. Pull it back. Give yep. it a good white. Put it Daily. Back. Daily. Because it At does least. not clean itself. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. That being said, we're going to get to the rest yeah. of the sweet piece. Good PSA on that. <laughs> I had to say that because, you know, some of them you can't even get the foreskin back. No, because it's stuck. Because it's dirty. It's, mm. it's dirty. Yeah. And Just when you're yourself. uncircumcised, it can tend to lead to, like, um, more STDs can get trapped in there. I'm not clean promoting circumcision. Just <laughs> clean it is all I'm saying. Um, okay. So on the sides of the penis, you have two columns of tissue running along the sides and they fill with blood, causing an erection. And mm-hmm. they are known as the corpus cavernosum. Mm-hmm. Cavernosum. They're cavernous. They're cavernous. Mm-hmm. To allow lots and lots <laughs> and lots of blood in there. Hence why a man cannot think mm-hmm. when it is erect. Because all of the blood, I believe 15 liters, have drained from your body into your penis. All into one area. All into one area. Mm-hmm. On the front of the penis is the corpus spongiosum. That is a column of sponge-like tissue running along the front of the penis, ends right at the tip, mm-hmm. and it fills with blood during an erection, and it keeps the urethra open, which runs through the middle of it. And I'm assuming that's where also he will ejaculate from. Yes. I don't so, think you're assuming. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty know. sure that's how it yeah. goes. So you also have the scrotum and the testicles, self-explanatory. Uh, the scrotum's the chicken skin testicles oh <laughs> inside of them. <laughs> the testicles sit inside of that. Oh my God. The prostate, which is like a donut-like gland. All of the like s- the sperm canal, another word to say it, and the urethra go through it. And as you get older, that donut shrinks, hence why when you're over 50, some men I might know. You have to pee all the time because now it's squeezing on your urethra. So if you're over 50 and you're peeing all the time, go get it checked. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have a few facts, fun facts about the penis. Mm -hmm. So I listen to some podcasts and everybody goes into a rabbit hole. You ever hear the rabbit hole term? I was stuttering Jack the Ripper and I went into this rabbit hole. Well, I got into a rabbit hole of penises. Oh, no. I'd click on one thing and I went to another thing. And I was like, oh, it's just fun facts about penises. Eight things you didn't know about the penis. Wild facts about the penis. So I was like all day long looking at this penis fact. Did you clear your search history? No. Oh. So if I get arrested, I'm fucked. Yeah. Okay. So we have some fun facts about the penis because I was in a wild rabbit hole. <laughs> So the average erect penis is 5.56 inches. So impressive. Yeah. So yeah. don't, if you don't have a 10 foot long penis, <laughs> you're average. Okay. Again, having done this for a long time, you have to really be something for us to take a double look mm. because there's not that many out there that are really huge. No. And I know everybody thinks theirs is, but you're really not. Um, smoking can shorten the penis by Ooh. about 0. 0.4 inches. Quit smoking. That's a lot. It's almost half an inch. Quit smoking. Quit smoking. Very rarely. Public service announcement. Don't smoke and clean your uncircumcised penis. Very rarely a man can be born with two penises. Now, I don't know if that's called peni or penises. Yes, and it's known as diphallus. But. Wow. Usually, neither one works. Oof. So you kind of fucked. That's rough. Yes. Um, At one time, male penises... Are you ready? 
had spines. No. What? Like no. a cat. No. Yep. Yep. But this is before the Neanderthals came around. They had spines. And we lost them. And the purpose was to allow for a quickie. <clears throat> because they were on the run. You know, they were getting chased. So by. it was just always like that. Well, I think it was so like you could latch on and she couldn't go anywhere. Like, oop, you were in. Okay. It could like cur- curve? Like it hooked no. on her. She wasn't going nowhere because he had a, you know, he was a hunter. So he's got a saber tooth behind him. He needs to make sure his line, you know, goes on. Goes on. It went in, hooked on, boom, done. He takes off. She goes, get some berries. Jesus. Yeah. It was a hit and run. Wow. So um, it would allow for a quick erection. It was used for more promiscuous species, which I'm shocked that we've lost this trait because I don't know too many males who are pretty, you know, not Not promiscuous. Like cats have spines, which is why when cats are mating, it sounds like everybody's dying. Because they usually are. Oh, God. Um, Do you okay. remember that, Mike? In Malden one night, when we lived in Malden, there was, like, this sound outside, and I was like, I think someone's dying. No, someone must be getting attacked. Like, someone's getting <laughs> attacked over getting there. Then we figured it out, like, like, the next day. We were like, what was that noise? And all the neighbors were talking about it. It was because they were like, oh, the cats were having sex. We were like, what? Yeah. Like, you yeah. had a spine. Like, no, something was dying. And they are like, yeah, that's you what You had that a spine was. and you have a vagina, you'd be screaming like oh, that, too. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's why, like, some animals, if they're getting at it they and they have like to stop, dying? they can't separate. Oh. Because they, they're in. It is in. Oh. Yeah. Um, at one time, humans had a bone called a baculum. And it's found in apes today. But humans seem to have lost theirs. And biologists theorize that this is so that women could tell the healthy males from the unhealthy males. So if you could get erect meant you could reproduce. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't hold one, you were getting up, phased out. So if you had the bone in it, you were going to get hard on no matter what. So if you take the bone out, now you have to be working at it. Oh. So they think that's why you could tell a healthy male from an unhealthy male. Huh. Yeah. Um, most men have three to five erections a night during what? REM sleep. Mm-hmm. What? And the theory is... Men, not teenagers. No, men. men. The th- Come on. I'm not even going to say it. Don't but Sometimes please. men get up and they have a good... T- they got a tent. I know. Yeah, but and it's not just a teenage boy. Well, it's supposed to keep it healthy. Come and on, that's like why... Exercise. That's why when you go to the doctors, they'll ask you, do you get nighttime erections to make sure it's working the way it should? Well, no one asked me that, so I didn't no. know. Jeez, I wish I got something three times a night. <laughs> anyway... And there's about 20,000 nerve endings at the tip of the male penis. Wow. Yes. That's a lot. Uh, when you get into circumcision, initially the Jews circumcised because it meant a covenant between Abraham and God mm-hmm. that would circumcise. Um, Dr. Kellogg of Kellogg Cereal mm-hmm. was a big proponent of circumcisions. Um, and that's your basic structures of the male penis, which will then lead us into the issues we then there have mm-hmm. with the male penis. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sign off to you, Laura, on okay. the next one. Well, the first issue I'm going to talk about is a fractured penis. That's ugly. Um, people get real confused when we get an emergent fractured, fractured penis. That people who have never seen a fractured penis, you know, everybody says, fractured penis? There's no bone in the penis. It can't be broken. Until and you're like, you've seen one. Okay, come look at this. Because yeah. this is... Yeah. It's, it's ugly. It's a fractured penis. It's 
So it occurs when an erect penis sustains um, some kind of force to it. Like maybe a reverse cowboy? Reverse cowboy. Or cowgirl. Okay. Either way. Yep. Or a big lady on top. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it has to be erect mm-hmm. to have a to fracture. To fracture. <clears throat> it has to have a bone. Er. Er. Yes. <laughs> so ah, yeah. But like like you said, the penis consists of three cylindrical tubes. One runs along the underside of the penis and the spongiosum. Yes, where the urethra is. You use that to urinate. Um, and then there's the two larger tubes. Um, the cavernosums. Yes. And they're, quote, balloons, if you will, <laughs> um, that fill up with blood when the penis becomes I will becomes never erect. look at a long balloon the same again. No, it's, yeah, that's all you're going to mm-hmm. see now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the tissues on the outside of the tubes is called tunica albigenia. I'm not going to say Don't this. even. Albigenia. Okay. So it's the tissue that's, like, uh, around the out- those mm-hmm. long balloon-like tubes. When the tubes fill, the pressure grows, so if they get bent, it can lead to pressure overload, and the tissue holding the pressure in can't withstand the overload, so it pops. Ouch. Yeah. So the balloon pops. The balloon gets tense, so if you imagine bending a very Mm -hmm. tight balloon, you bend it over, that outside of that balloon can't take all that pressure, and it pops, just like the tubes inside the penis well. Um, you will know pretty much immediately if you fracture your penis. Um, the most telling symptom... Is that because it's now all shaped Well, the most telling <laughs> symptom is the cracking of popping sound. Oh, yeah. god damn! Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even have one yeah. and that hurts. So you're gonna... Could you imagine being like going at me like, yeah, yeah, snap! Oh! Yeah, it cracks a pop. <laughs> It's a sound. There's a sound. There's a sound. Any sound of anything. Yeah. So when that tissue tears, it cracks, cracks, pops. Snap, You're going to hear pop. something. Yep. 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 Um, you lose your erection right away. Shocker. Yep. Um, Just talking about it, I would lose an erection. <laughs> um, there's swelling, bruising, and lots of pain immediately. Um, if you are able to pee Oof. Um, and you pee some blood... That Oof. means also the tissue around your urethra, urethra has ruptured. That's your tube from your bladder to the tip, yes. to the outside world. Yes, that's how your pee gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this happens to you, um, go to the ER right away. <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> Clean your uncircumcised penis first. Yes, and, if and then go to, the popping, ER. <laughs> go to the ER. Go to the ER. Um, so they'll do a clinical exam. They're going to look at it. Mm-hmm. If it's bruised. They're going to palpate. Soft. And you're in excruciating pain. They're going to mm. pretty sure that you fractured your penis. Um, they'll, they can do a urethrogram. They can do an MRI. They can do a cavernosogram, <laughs> which is an x-ray of the penis. <laughs> um, a little camera into the cavernosum. Yeah. Um, it does require, uh, fractured penis does require surgery to repair the tears. Um, you should have the surgery within three days. So if you do this and you're like embarrassed, I don't see any guy waiting three days. No, to that shit but fixed. some, you know, some guys. All it's right. embarrassing. I don't want to talk about it. Like th- we were doing mm. this and this happened and it. We have seen guys broken. sit on a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Do not sit because after three days it can have like permanent damage. If you fix it within three days, you have a really good prognosis. 
it can work again. Everything can Three be fixed. is the magic number. Three is the magic number. So if you do it, just go right to the hospital. Okay. Don't 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 be embarrassed. Just come. Um, no pun intended. No, no <laughs> pun intended. Um, so you have a good prognosis if you get treated early. You should be able to be back in that saddle um, about four to six weeks post-op. Ooh, yeah. I think you'd be a little nervous. Yeah. A little timid. Yeah, I would think. Yep. Um, you'd be doing missionary for the rest of your life. Even then, you have to be careful because if you hit up against something, it can happen. Like, it's it's not... Oh. It's just if there's any sort of... Resistance? Yes, that can bend it. Yeah. So you just don't want the erect penis hitting anything hard that it's going to then bend. Do you think maybe um, self fancy? I don't even know how to say it. I'm taking care of oneself. I think that should be okay. Yeah? Well, because you're not hitting anything. Right, so maybe that's all he's going to do for now? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's a fractured penis. It does happen. Yes, we've seen it. Go to we the have ER. Seen. I, I have literally seen. have seen this with my own eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's awful. Yep. And it's yep. not not fun. It's embarrassing, I'm sure. Right. But you got to get it fixed because you can have permanent damage, impotence, everything. So go get it fixed. Um, and I got that information from, from menshealth.com. So I'm going into priaprism, uh, which is the fancy word for a massive hard-on. <laughs> Um, so a priaprism is a persistent and painful erection of the penis, and it's usually for more than four hours. Um, it you know, is all those commercials. Yes, exactly. Like, take it, take it serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's about 20,000 U.S. cases per year. It's treatable by a medical profession, and it's self-diagnosable. Did you know that? Oh, self-diagnosable. Well, if it's still up after if four it's hours, up, yeah. you might, yeah. So I guess you don't need a CAT scan for it. <laughs> So, God bless. There's three types. There's ischemic, which is low flow. Mm-hmm. There is non-ischemic, which is high flow, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense to me. And recurrent ischemic, which is intermittent and wait. Very rarely, there is clitoral priaprism. Really? Which can occur, yes. Um, so, the most common causes of ischemic priaprism, mm-hmm. low flow, is antipsychotics, SSRIs, blood thinners, Cocaine, cocaine and cannabis. <laughs> so the ischemic occur- occurs when the blood flow doesn't adequately. Ag- Adequ- what is wrong with me tonight? Adequately, yes. Margarita. Stupid margarita. Um, so the blood gets in there; it can't get out. So the non-ischemic is due to like there's a connection forming, like a fistula between the artery and the corpus cavernosum. Or the disruption of the parasympathetic nervous system. So when I was an EMT and you, they were told you if you go to a car accident and you see priaprism, that means it's a uh, spinal cord injury. You've got to treat it like a spinal cord injury. So that's what huh. that is. All right. So if you come in with a four-day hard-on from an ischemic, they treat it with a nerve block, and they follow it by the aspiration of blood from yes. the capri- corpus cavernosum. It can be irrigated with cold saline or injected with phenylephrine. Mm-hmm. Phenylephrine is used to relieve sinus congestion and pressure, uh, and pressure, and it works by reducing the swelling of the blood vessels. Mm-hmm. Now, when they say they're going to drain it, um, they really need to explain that you go in mm-hmm. and you can do a shunt where they can connect the cavernosum um, and they kind of drain it and they just squeeze the like they pump it out, yes, out holes, yes. 
but that can cause like permanent damage mm-hmm. if they have to do that. Um, they can do a dissection of the perineum, also known as the taint. When I was down <laughs> south, they called it taint push or taint ass. <laughs> so it's the taint, it's the piece in between. Mm-hmm. Um, where the corpus meets the spongiosum, they make an incision and with sutures, and they make another fistula to drain it all out. Mm-hmm. And then they have a Grayshack shunt, which is a shunt between the great saphenous vein and the corpus cavernosum. Obviously, the cavernosum is the problem. Right. It fills up, they can't drain it. Um, clitoral priaprism is a very, very rare condition. I don't want to talk about this. Well, we're going to. Mm. This is Father's Day. I know, but it's just... Just a little bit. Okay. So it's associated with persistent genital arousal disorder. Uh huh. Yep. People have that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Also known as PGAD. (laughs) And it's characterized by spontaneous orgasms that do not resolve around arousal. So you're just sitting at your desk and it's happening all day long. One after the other. But it's not linked to any kind of desire. Oh. So, yeah. So prior prisms can lead to erectile dysfunction. It can lead to disfigurement of the penis. Mm-hmm. And in extreme cases, it can lead to penile gangrene. Mm. So I've seen a couple of these. Yeah. I was working down south, and uh, I had this one particular doctor I worked with who was very grumpy, very mean. And when you have a mean, nasty doctor, they stick the travelers in there because what the fuck? Who cares? No. So I go in there, it's like 2 in the morning, and this guy comes in with a four-day hard on and I'm like, ugh. And this thing is angry. Purple. It's purple. It's huge. <laughs> it's like the Empire State Building straight up. It's angry. So he gets in there, he makes these two holes, and he starts draining this fucker. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I think... 82 liters of blood came out of his penis. And literally, I couldn't even control myself. I said, holy shit. No wonder why you guys can't think when that thing's up. And the surgeon's like, what did you just say? And I repeated it. And he puts his instruments down. He starts laughing. He's like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. So needless to say, we became fast BFFs. friends over a prior prism. Mm-hmm. And I broke him. I broke him. And he loved me ever since. Uh, let me tell you. A lot of goddamn blood comes out of that thing. So, guys, just take care of that in the ER when you can. Just get it done. Just go right away. Just go and get it done. Yeah. Just go and get it done. Okay. From here, we're going to talk about a little bit of um, gangrenous, maybe? I got a little gangrene to talk about. Yeah. It's um, Fornia's gangrene. Oh, you love to just dole that shit out when you're at work, don't you? I love when I'm in charge and Nicole is working to <laughs> make sure she goes into every Fornia's gangrene. I've case had at least five of them while you've been me. in charge. I yep. know. I'm yeah. sorry. I appreciate it. I you're love a good Fornia's. Good yeah, they're my favorites. Um, so Fornia's gangrene is um, an acute necrotic infection of the scrotum, penis, or perineum. It's, it's disgusting. It's awful. It's, it's disgusting. Um, yeah. You smell them a mile away. Mm, mm-hmm. There's nothing quite like mm, it. Mm, 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 mm. It's um, characterized by scrotal pain, redness, and rapid progression to gangrene and sloughing of tissue. Sloughing. You know, that's my favorite word. It's, it's bad if there's it's sloughing. Really bad. Yeah. Something sloughing. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. That's infection beyond infection. Yeah. Um, signs and symptoms include fever, just general malaise. <laughs> 
I love, I love that. that. I have general, general malaise on a daily basis. General malaise means you're tired just kind of you for just no feel reason. Like, you feel like shit. I just want to lay in bed. Yeah. 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 Um, moderate to, to severe pain and swelling in the genital and anal areas, followed by Ugh. rankness <laughs> and smell of the affected tissues. And you I was, are rank. But I was like, this is literally written somewhere. And I was like, that is exactly. I didn't know rank was a medical term. It's rankness. And, but I was like, that's the only word to you you could even use. Well, you I have never described it. Rank. It's rank. It is rank. There yep. is a lot yep. of rankness yep. with Fuentes <laughs> Gingram. I was like, that is perfect. Um, and it leads to full blown, full blown gangrene. Full. Like. <laughs> Yeah. So gangrene, for is those of dead. you who may not know, gangrene is, your tissue is so dead, it is producing a gas, a yeah. poisonous gas. Mm-hmm. You're black, it smells, it sloughs, it's, it's rank, it's as bad as it's going to, it's dead. Dead, 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 dead causing gas, dead, yes. smells, it's rank. It's putrid gas, yeah, it's gangrenous awful. gas. If you, um... Rub the affected area. Why would you? Well, just in case. Who's going to put their hands in that nasty sloppy? If you're questioning, well, I have this redness and darkness of the skin, and it's sloughing, and it is rank. Try it out one more time. I'm just going to give it a good rub, just in case. It will. Um, it yields the sound of gas in the wound, (laughs) so you can actually hear the gas in the wound, which is called crepitus. Okay, mm-hmm. those are the words I've heard. I'm not, I'm not even. I'm not even going there today. No, Go ahead. Um, and in severe cases, death of tissue can extend to the thighs, abdominal wall, and chest wall. And that's when it's really bad. You're you're gonna die. I have seen it up through the abdominal wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen it up to the chest wall, but it can. I've you know, seen abdominal and thighs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cause, thighs definitely. Because you know I get so many of them. Yeah. Um, it's usually seen with. The comorbidities, comorbidities such as diabetes, obesity, cirrhosis, and malignancies. Um, I hate to say it. Usually they're heavier guys. They're diabetic. So you already have, like, tissue, you know, fragile And you know those fragile tissue. guys, like, they turtle. So, like, you want to, you have to put a Foley in these guys with fornias and stuff. So you got to, like, you got to lean on the belly. To pop, pop the out. penis out because mm-hmm. it's so in there mm-hmm. that the only way you can tell there's a penis is you can see a circle of skin. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Mm. You got to pop it out. You got to pop it out. You got It's a turtle. Yeah. Um, causes of fornia's gangrene um, bacteria, are bacteria, fungi, or virus. Fungi. Uh-huh. And they're generally introduced through colorectal ways, urogenital it weighs our cutaneous way. So this through the skin, through, through the your urethra, through your mom. Dingleberries getting involved. Oh, we had a guy with dingleberries the other night. It's disgusting. Oh my god. Disgusting. <laughs> um, anal rectal abscesses, UTIs, urinary tract infections, or surgical instru- instrumentation can be causes. Um, it's still not really understood like why it happens to some people. Sometimes it's just like this spontaneous, there's no, they can't say, oh, you had a fistula, which is like a, like a little pathway is It's a formed. connection between it's, two places that it doesn't belong. Right. So, so like, like sometimes through your, from your rectum. To your urethra. To, there's like this little pathway that forms. Mm, so now and you And that can put poop. poop into yeah. your P 
pee stream, so that would cause an infection. But sometimes is that a technical term? Yes. <laughs> My pee stream is now infected. <laughs> but some people like they don't have any of that stuff, right. and they still get felonias, and they, it's just sometimes you come in and they have no idea why you had got it. Um, average age of patients with felonias is fifty, but it has been seen in ages from eight days old to ninety years old. Eight days. So I would assume they probably had like some oh, sort of fistula, you know, some sort things. of yeah, an anatomical. I've only problem. seen older people, men, yeah, older, older men. men, yeah. Um, mostly men get it, but women have had it. The thought, it's such like the difference, the amount of men that get it, it's thought to be like a man's Thing. disease. Women do get it; it's rare, but they think the um. The imbalance is that it's misdiagnosed in women. The FUPA? It's not diagnosed as a fornias. It's di- you know what I mean? Like, right. they diagnose it as something else, but really it is a fornias gangrene, so that's why the numbers are so skewed towards okay. men having it. Um, it's mostly diagnosed on clinical findings. Um, they can do an ultrasound, but it may be too painful because it's going to kill if you're pressing on this gangrenous tissue. Um, x-rays can be used to confirm the location and the extent of the gas in the wound. So they're going to take an x-ray of it, but just to see how far does this mm-hmm. gas go up so mm-hmm. they can see how far up the, the tissue is dead. Um, and they can also use a CAT scan to see how far the dead tissue extends. Um, treatment is broad-spectrum IV antibiotics, ASAP, um, immediately followed by urgent or emergent surgical debridement, which means... These surgical debridements are extensive. Extensive. So I've never seen somebody after a fornius. I've only seen the debridement. Right. Yeah, I've never seen the reconstruction. Right. Though I, I was working the other day, and a surgeon came in who does not know I do this podcast. And didn't he volunteered all this information, didn't mm. realize I'm going to put it exactly in the episode <laughs> we were talking about. So he's talking to the other surgeon, and he's like, oh, my God, I got this guy. We did the fornias on and blah, 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 blah. And the guy had said to him, hey, doc, hey, doc, I got to masturbate after the surgery. I successfully masturbated. (laughs) And the guy's like, great. That's awesome. (laughs) He's like, well, you know, it doesn't have to just work. It has to look good, too, because, you know, I'm going to be using this. And the doctor's like, and if you knew that, you know, the guy, he was just like, okay. That's awesome. I'm glad you can use it. Like, I'm just, he's more thinking, I'm glad you're alive. And this guy's like, it works. Hallelujah. It works. <laughs> That's all they care about. That's all they care about. Um, so these people might need a colostomy, which is when, you know, you take your colon. We take the colon You poop up to tube and put it out your belly. You put a, you know, you, right. <laughs> it's on your skin. Very basic. It poop comes out into belly. a bag. And mm. you change great. the bag. Um, a Foley, obviously. Um, and then reconstructive surgery after, because I mean, you take you have to take all the skin yeah. and tissue, which can be down to muscle mm-hmm. that's infected. So that's you sometimes know, we've taken you can be left with just two and, little testicles. Yeah, hanging thing. out. It's rough. It's very rough. It's rough. And it is rank. Ugh. Yeah. So you can literally smell them coming down the hallway. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. nothing like it. And yeah. I have since my, um, I mean, I've scarred my children. Yes successfully over the years but 
I have said to them since they were little, like, you have to they'll <laughs> die when they get this. <laughs> you have to get in there and clean in between your thighs, in between, up on top, under everything. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere has to be clean. Yeah, the so carriage needs to be really Everywhere, buffed. every side, every <laughs> angle has to be cleaned. And they're like, Mom, I know. You know, and I'm like, no, you don't. Because it can rot off. It can rot off your body. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is like something out of Carrie. <laughs> We're going to put her in the closet and make her say her sins next. <laughs> say them. Say them. <laughs> and I'm like, you have to clean it. It can come. It can fall off. Like, it can be that It can be dirty. It's going to fall off if you play with it too much. <laughs> I don't take it easy, Laura. I don't say that. I just say you have to clean it. You're gonna go blind. <laughs> Make sure you wash it. Always wash. <laughs> okay. And I got that information on randiseases.org. Oh God bless. Yeah. And apparently the Catholic Church too. <laughs> it had nothing to do with that. All right, and that's gonna lead us into cock rings. <laughs> cock rings, because they make an appearance in the OR often. Yeah. Um, so I got a lot of my information off of Wikipedia of all this stuff. I have it on WebMD and stuff. But according to Wikipedia, a cock ring is usually worn around the base of the penis. Uh, its purpose is to restrict the flow of blood from an erect penis in order to produce a stronger erection. Because mm-hmm. I guess a regular one's not enough. Not enough. Or to maintain it for a longer period of time. It is worn behind the glands of a pe- If it is worn behind the glands of a penis, it is known as a cock crown. Only a guy oh, no. would crown his cock. <laughs> Women don't have a vaginal crown, but a guy has a cock crown. God bless. Okay. I read that. I literally was like, of course. Of course they've crowned their penises. Okay. So a cock ring can be rigid or stretchy. I strongly suggest a stretchy Stretchy. one. Um, If it's stretchy, it can be made from leather, rubber, or silicone. Mm -hmm. A stretchy one stretches over the penis or scrotum, and it kind of hangs out near the base of the penis, keeping everything tucked in. Locked in. Yep. The rich one can be made from metals, such as Mm. aluminum, or as I like to say in England, aluminum. I love that. Um, (laughs) I have aluminum. My, My cousin got... Aluminum shades, and she's from England. She's like, so I bought aluminum shades. What? I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, aluminum. And I'm like, oh, you mean aluminum shades? <laughs> oh, I got it. I didn't know those were a thing. <laughs> um, steel, titanium, silver, gold, or platinum. Don't do it. Wood, bone, or plastic. Don't do it. Or even glass. 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 That like could break probably easier. Like Cinderella slipper. Yeah, you could get glass off. You could even get wood off. But we always get the guys who decide that a nice titanium metal mm. is the best cock ring mm-hmm. to have. Something you cannot break. Right. Mm-hmm. So a rigid one is used a little different than the stretchy. The rigid one, you bring the testicles through, mm-hmm. and then you bring the penis through. So all of your junk is through this little tiny ring. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it too sits against the body. And it can be used with the penis pump, like Austin Powers. It's not mine. <laughs> Swear, it's not mine. <laughs> um, and that will go over, because this is the rabbit hole I went into. Yes. Now I'm looking up yep, penis deep. pumps. Yep, I was you need friggin- to clear that history. And like, I had to do handwritten notes, because I can't type this shit up no, on a computer. No, if anybody went through like penis pumps and cock rings, they're going to think I'm a nutbag. Oh, Brian is. Right, he's going to be like, are you cheating on me? (laughs) Um, Okay, so 
A lot of this could be used, too, for a guy who may have some issues. Right. So he's using all everything in his bag of tricks to get mm-hmm. that bad boy erect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a cock ring should not be worn for more than 30 minutes. <clears throat> and it should never be used with cocaine. No. Okay. So Scarface no. doesn't want to throw that bad boy up there and it's never coming down. a big bowl of coke because now you're asking for trouble. Yeah. Okay. Which is... The last person we had had put on a cock ring and snorted coke all day long. And oh, it got ugly. God, bad idea. Okay, so um, you, you've got to have sex with this, blah, blah, blah. If you've had this on for more than four hours, you're going to have a problem because things start to swell and swell. get uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend was saying that she lives in England and her friend's husband or a friend of a friend's husband was at a bachelor party he was the bachelor and he was drunk and Mm -hmm. he passed out and his friends such a fucking guy thing thought it would be hysterical to put a castration ring (gasps) around his scrotum while he was sleeping and it castrated him the night before his wedding god Mm-hmm. did they go to jail i think they were all tried for you know like could you Imagine. No, please don't put like things waking up. Things. How do you say that to your wife? Like, we can't have kids now because I've been castrated because my friends thought it was funny. So, do not wear this for more. <laughs> my space is <laughs> priceless right now. I, can't, I don't even know how you sit through this. Don't episode. put anything around anything. Right. So, you don't want a cock ring on for more than 30 minutes. You don't want a, an erection for more than four hours. Do not use illicit drugs with this stuff. Do, Do not. not be on psychotic drugs with this stuff no. because all of that's going to cause a problem for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, what happens when it's on for more than 30 minutes or with cocaine or stuff? It swells. Uh-huh. And if you do not have a stretchy one, you can cut off and say you've put, I don't know, a titanium cock ring on. Mm-hmm. You will then see Laura and Nicole at work. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And most of these men are too embarrassed because the cockering is either being used in a situation they don't want their spouse to know about. Mm-hmm. It's That's it. It's used in a situation. They're either cheating or they're having a homosexual relationship and they're in a heterosexual marriage mm-hmm. or whatever. And this thing's on for days. Mm-hmm. And then... And even if it was in a situation that you're not like... It shouldn't be on for days. A weird, you know, it's not like a different situation. You don't want anybody else to know about this. It's just embarrassing to mm-hmm. come in with something stuck mm-hmm. on you. So they come in. And, I mean, we had one man who used to show up with his own bolt cutter thinking it was going to work. So when you come into the OR with a cock ring that's, say, titanium, <clears throat> it has to get sawed off. Yes. And that means that the operating room either has to call the maintenance department to, say, get a Dremel tool. Mm-hmm. Or they have to find a diamond cutting saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, I had heard of a hospital that had to go to a jeweler's and get their diamond cutting saw to get it off. Wow. Um, and if they can't find one readily, you're going to lose your penis because now it's going to necrose yeah. and go gangrene. Yeah. So you really um, you want to be very careful with mm-hmm. these bad boys. Pliable. Always go with something you can get, get off the yourself. Get yeah. the silicone. Get the silicone. Cut the scissors. Tap, 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 smash, it's gone. Just just silicone, everybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I um, I um, was in my rabbit hole, mm-hmm. and I got into a couple of Sex Brought Me the ER episodes, mm-hmm. and somebody had told me a couple of stories. Mm-hmm. So one was a friend who had an, was an ER nurse, and she had a guy who p- couldn't get a heart on, 
didn't go the Viagra route mm-hmm. or the penis bump. Mm-hmm. He put caulking up his penis. Like you caulk a window or a bathtub. Uh-huh. He got the caulking gun <gasps> all the way up his junk to try to get a hard on. Well, how do you think he's going to get it? Uh, it's, it works in the tub. It hardens in the tub. Why yes, wouldn't? but how did he think? The tub is open. You can just scrape mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he did it. He did it. He did it. Um, how do you think he's going to pee? I don't think that was his concern. At I know, the time. but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's the same it way when people shove stuff up their bum. They think it's going to come back out, and it well, doesn't. I, mean, I think in your head you're thinking, oh, if I poop, it will come out. But well, if your pee would come out, right? But pee is pee. I mean, it's not going to yeah, push but out they clocking. Don't <laughs> I just love that word. <laughs> no matter how you say it, it sounds dirty. <laughs> Calking. Um, so then I'm watching. There's like these two sex in the uh, sex in the ER. I love sex that show. Brought me to yeah, the ER. that's my favorite. So one of them is this hippie is. He wants to get one with nature. And I, I personally saw this episode and I was dying. He wants to get one with nature. He's out in the woods no. and he's laying by a tree and he sees a legless lizard nope. crawling up his leg. Nope. Now, a legless lizard to me is a worm, a snake, or a leech. Well, the lays, legless lizard then crawls up into his penis, goes all the way up. Into his bladder. Into his bladder. He eventually has to go to the ER. Yeah. And do you know what he was upset about? The that lizard. The his died. body killed the lizard. Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah. That's what upset him. Mm. Um, and then the other one. This is one of my favorites. <laughs> Guy's out camping. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm assuming he was high as a kite. I hope so. And he saw the camp stove. And it had a nice little hole in it. <laughs> so he then stuck his penis in the camp stove. No. And it got stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on the Sex in the ER episode, you see him sitting in the ER, and he's got the camp stove on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a towel, a beach towel, clipped front and back over the camp stove. <laughs> he looks like the cigarette girl at a fucking nightclub, like the coconut grove. Cigars, cigarettes, cards, cigars, cigarettes. So they call him. He has to get up. Carrying his camp stove. <laughs> and the nurse is like, why did you do that? He's like, because I was horny, man. I'm like, and the camp stove looked really hot to you? Like, who looks at a camp stove and thinks, oh, yeah, I'm going to get me some of that camp stove. I don't, still don't even know how they got it off because I think I was laughing so hard. They had to have sawed it off. They had to have cut that with some tin snips or something. Oh, man. A camp stove. Like, you just don't hear a women doing this shit. We, some women have put some weird things up there. Yeah. But not a camp stove. Oh. Not even the propane tank that might fit. <laughs> no. No. So, do you have any more stories before I finish no, with that? No, okay. right ahead. So I have our very first official write-in story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and it's from a police officer. Mm-hmm. And he's telling of a friend who got a call. Because usually the people it happens to, they don't want to tell you. Yeah. So, um, it was a woman, female cop. She gets a call, and it's for a well-being check on this guy. Mm-hmm. And it was made by neighbors and family. They said he was acting bizarre. So, she knocks on the door. Guy shows up naked. She looks, and he's got, like, wire wrapped around his scrotum and his penis. And she's like, oh, because his testicles are the size of grapefruits, and his penis is black. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, we need a supervisor here. Mm-hmm. 
the supervisor comes, they call, they bring the guy to the emergency room. I hope so. They go through the house. The guy had been jacking off in any kind of container he could oh. find and stacking it all. So we're talking oh my God. hundreds and hundreds of jars of jizz around the house just stacked in mugs, cups, platters, all around the house. Cups and cups and cups of it. Why? I don't know. Oh. So they had to call it a biohazard. <laughs> the house down oh, and decontaminate yep yep like a like a meth lab they had to go in there with the suits for erroneous emissions all around the house. <laughs> yep oh, yep so all right i know that's a pretty good first write-in but we need like people have said to me why can't you do this every day i mean we, we want like every week episodes the only way we're going to get every week yeah, episodes is if we do every other week we have to do with these kind of write-ins. Like, you yeah. have to give us your stories. And if we get enough stories, every other week we'll put out just a whole episode on these crazy-ass shit. That, yeah. Like, the first responders see. I mean, she's not a nurse, but she's got a great story that ties yeah. right into this episode. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Biohazard. <laughs> <laughs> what was that a biohazard? Oh, I, mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. It's not pleasant, but it's not a The whole house smells like bleach, so maybe that. <laughs> Good times. Could you imagine? No. He must have just sitting there for days doing that. Like he must have lost his penis. Well, maybe that's maybe the wire was just milk. But if it's black, oh, mm. that had to hurt. I, I mean, we had a guy a who God told him to cut it off, and he did. Mm. So maybe God was telling him to pop. Think of how much money he could have made on that sperm. I know that's a lot of money. Yeah. God damn. Okay, so um, there are so many things we could say about the penis. Because men do a lot of weird things. Yeah. Right? Have you had any good cases come in recently? Not, no. No, not recently. I mean, I get a lot of, um, we're going to do a whole episode of things up the ass. Yes, that's. I mean, we'll do recurring episodes of problems with the penis and things up the ass. Yeah. There's so much to talk yes, about. Yes, I mean, they, any orifice, something's ended up in there. Mm-hmm. So, um we could do so much on this. Where there's Maybe a will, there's a way. Yeah, I'm sure in the next couple of months we'll get something. Summer's coming. Mm-hmm. We can do another episode at the end of the year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to probably call this a wrap. Well, I think we should say Happy Father's Day. Oh, Dad, I love you so much. Aren't you proud of me? Let's <laughs> see what you raised. <laughs> He's right home, like listening, thinking, oh, she's mm, so proud of my daughter. Of my eye. Yeah, look at how far she's, she's come. So sweet. <laughs> Dad, I love you. You've done a great job. Mm. All your hard work, even though you like to sandpaper your moles. Mm. Leech, leech your legs. I could have done a whole episode on my dad. I Maybe really could have. Maybe we yeah. will. Yeah. You know, he used to like to sing to me. I load 16 tons, and what do you get? That's what he would sing as he'd be shaving. Another day older and deeper in debt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, St. Peter, don't you call me, because I can't go. You never heard that song? Tennessee Williams, I think. Oh, my soul to the company oh, store. Oh, yes, I had no idea. That's what he that would was. sing that every morning getting up for work. Oh. I guess that's what we, we knew he didn't like his job. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't <laughs> no, happy. No. no. He loads 16 tons. Oh Maybe that's what God. we'll call this episode, 16, 16 tons. tons. 
All right. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, everyone. And um, we're going to get ready for some, I don't know, barbecue issues. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July is going to be barbecue issues. We're going to do actually a special episode, I think. It might be an outside episode. We may actually have a real barbecue and talk about barbecue issues. Sounds good to me. Just to spice it up a little bit. Change it. Happy Father's Day. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.